you're in the dark. <laughs> yeah, I was just kind of like feeling the darkness. <laughs> I got my okay. S- you are the darkness. Look, it makes my space shirt look pretty cool. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Oh, fun! It's talking about the the darkness, right? Uh, Ashley has uh, one of those, you know, the Boo Mickey, but it's a purse, and it's in our closet. And I have a whole like rack that I made to mm-hmm. hang all of her uh, like lounge flies, lounge flies, and then purses. But here's the thing: it's all white. And then mm-hmm. if you turn the lights on and you turn them off, it goes in the dark because you're always like, "Oh, what the <laughs> fuck is that?" Oh yeah, it's Boo Mickey. But uh, yeah, is, that reminds me of that. What is Boo Mickey? Boo Mickey, Mickey he, Boo, like the Halloween Mickey. He looks like a little ghost, a white ghost. Oh, mm, yes. This is actually a Space Mountain shirt. We got it at uh, at the Magic Kingdom. Oh, <laughs> call Colin back. You had just said something like, uh, though. Oh, the I when you were bringing up the darkness, I was uh, going to ask if you believed in a thing called love. Yeah, man. Just listen to the rhythm of my heart. I thought you were going to say, speaking of the darkness, Dom's here. The darkness has arrived. <laughs> like, damn. You should have come in all Bane-like. You merely adopted the dark. <laughs> that is one of the dopest things you could say to someone. Yo, you're like Bane. <laughs> no, that, no, no. Where he's, I can't do the voice. Humili- you merely adopted yeah. the dark. I you was adopted born in it. the darkness. Yeah. I was born in it. More than by it. By it. <laughs> It's time for the Pretty Neat Podcast. It's time for the Pretty Neat Podcast. Welcome to the Pretty Neat Podcast, where we talk about UFC and other pretty pretty neat things uh-huh. in the Bane voice, as it were. Dom is here from the darkness, as was foretold by Ryan, who's also here. <laughs> as the prophecy says. Yes, I foretold of the darkness arriving. Yes, you can't spell prophecy without pro, so I'm glad you're here. And... uh I'm Aaron, and I point out weird word things like that for absolutely hey, no reason. Are either of you going to the Mall of Asia Arena in Manila on Friday slash Saturday, depending on where you are? Um, you know, I hadn't planned on it, but, you know, the week is still pretty early on. It's not even Wednesday yet. True. <laughs> Why? That's where one on Prime Video 5, Diradir versus Malikin, is happening. <laughs> and apparently, and then one championship 164 is the next day or like eight hours later hey one fc get your shit together but also uh <laughs> deridir what the fuck ever or malikin one of them is supposedly like a super stud fighter so mm. uh i will be tuning in yes Oh, he's from the Netherlands. You know what they say about the Dutch? What do they say about the Dutch? You know what they say. They have carny hands. They have excellent ovens. And they smell. They are they are gifted and endowed. Is that what they say? Yes. Also, there's two guys with the last name Rotolo. I thought the Dutch were only famous for pedophilia and chocolate, and they only used the chocolate to get to the kids. <laughs> yes, they are brothers. And they are the oh, the jujitsu brothers. Oh, we know these guys. 
It went right over. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. I'm a 1FC guy now, so fuck both of you. How about that? Yeah, 1FC is dope. Um, We're going to have to start just incorporating it into our our re-recaps I think so. This this one on Prime Card on Friday night has me. Has me. Should I bring it up? This is my stepping in point. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm putting that toe in there. The big one, too. Uh, The pinky toe. Well. The Dutch toe. The ring toe. <laughs> you guys remember toe rings? Either of your moms ever Gosh. wear a toe ring? I think my mother-in-law still does. Oh, why was that a thing? Or anklets? Uh, yeah, they got to accessorize those feet. Um, like my a bracelet, wife's but for your area. ankle. Yeah, and check out my charm bracelet. Here's my notably, 19 charms with all the different things on them. Notably, an, an anklet fan makes me. You like anklets? <clears throat> no, 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 no. My 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 wife's <laughs> notably. <laughs> A, a notable anklet aficionado. Got it. Happy belated Thanksgiving. I missed you guys last week so much. How what much did... projectile vomit did either of your Thanksgiving <laughs> include? Zero. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. But yours I have a little like, bit. Yours compensated. Yours compensated for my lack. So neither of you have kids. That's correct. Correct. And what you learn, but you've been around small children. Mm-hmm. They have a look they get on their face. And that <laughs> signifies that the clock is running and likely you are several seconds after the clock has started. <laughs> there is no amount of distance. Usain Bolt can't get there fast enough. Trust me. So my whole family, my my wife's, my whole family at my wife's side, not my family, her family goes to Arizona where her her brother and her parents live for Thanksgiving. I told you guys about this. I was supposed to go hunting on Friday. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, her sister is vomiting profusely on Monday. Her sister's baby is vomiting profusely on Tuesday. Nobody seems to think at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nobody's her, her sister's baby, who is my nephew, who is my favorite eight month old on earth, by the way. Um, <laughs> nobody, nobody seems to like, think and it's anything other than maybe food poisoning for her and a little baby who's just started eating people food and a grandma who thinks that the only thing he wants to do is eat okay so we don't put too much into it wednesday goes off without a hitch no problem thursday <laughs> noon oh boy I'm at my brother-in-law's house they have a they have a yeah there it is oh I, we, you know, everyone gets ready for Thanksgiving. My wife's whole family is there. His wife's, no, sorry. My wife's brother's wife's whole family starts showing up. They also live in Arizona. And my daughter is standing in the kitchen and I'm about 15 feet away from her and I see her and Uh I'm like, oh no. And then it was just run. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And I'm like, well, she had exactly a dozen cinnamon rolls and about a half a pound of bacon for breakfast. It's it could be that. So we get her cleaned up. We lay her down on the couch, which is now stained because she threw up profusely again. (laughs) Fuck. Fuck. Oh, my God. Fuck. So we get her cleaned up again into a second pair of pajamas. And we're in we're in the room um, that we're staying in. And I look at my wife, I'm like, I'm not leaving tomorrow. 
She's like, you're absolutely leaving. Everyone else is fine. My mom will be here because it, it's supposed the hunting trip was supposed to be me, my brother-in-law, my father-in-law, and then a couple of his co-workers, my brother-in-law's co-workers. Um, I'm like, yeah, I'm not I'm not leaving you. I, I don't feel good about it. Plus, when she's sick, I don't I don't do well focusing on other things. I'm certainly not going to try to kill a twelve hundred pound animal. Hmm. Um, <laughs> um and uh, I'm on it. I'm on and it. she's like, she's like, you're going, you bought a bunch of stuff to be in the cold. You packed all your hunting gear. You're going. I'm like, yeah, I'm not going. And she's like, no, no, no. We'll talk about it later. But if you don't go, we're going to end up fighting about it. And I'm like, well, that's extreme, but okay. Uh, about 15 minutes after that, I see my mother-in-law running down the hallway because she is now vomiting profusely. Oh no. It was like a movie. It was like a movie. Oh, my. Uh, by 3.30 in the morning, everybody was sick. Um, my father-in-law and brother-in-law did leave later Friday morning than they meant to. My father-in-law spent all of Friday and Friday night throwing up, which the only thing being worse than being sick is being sick at somebody else's house when you're 400 miles from your house. The only thing worse than that is being sick in a tent and not at a campground, like literally in the middle of nowhere, yeah. three hours north of where you live. Ugh. Um, so yeah, just not, not good times. Oh man, Ryan, please tell me you had a stable Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> definitely not the low of lows, <laughs> uh, that we just got the details on. Um, it was good. Small, low key parents, sister came over to my domicile. Nice. Uh, we, I talked previously about the aforementioned brining of poultry, which was a success. Yeah, let's um, talk about that. What'd you use? Uh, so I have a, I had a, a kit basically. We're gonna have Gordon Ramsay on the show eventually. So yeah, he, he can call me a donkey. I actually encourage him to do that. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> we don't have no turkeys. No That's turkeys. What you get. That's the Got poultry. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh. I have a coworker slash friend who is an avid uh, griller um, and, and does his turkey up in many different ways. And I said, hey, want to brine my turkey? What do you recommend? He said, okay, get this kit, um, which is everything prepackaged, and then do okay. a dry rub. So next time ask me, because don't buy a pre-made <laughs> kit. And now I'm okay. upset. Okay. I, I apologize. I mean, this okay. was, I, I did buy a butcher box. Uh, free range organic okay. Ooh, young okay. turkey. Okay, how was that? I have a subscription, which is fantastic, right? Nice. It, it says on the on the on the bag, young turkey, twelve yeah. to fifteen pounds. <laughs> okay, <laughs> how was it? Good? A young turkey. Um, it was delicious. Okay, uh, it was great. So I uh, I brined it for about eighteen hours, and then I dried it in the fridge, and then I mm. put a dry rub on it, and uh, I did not make my own compound butter and put Correct. it underneath the skin. Next time um, you will keep going. I told you that I was not a man. And We're having a Thanksgiving all together next year. I don't care what what it takes. So, okay, all right. And uh, how did it turn out? It turned out pretty good. Okay. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't stuff it so that I could cook it for less time. Mm -hmm. I did it for about three fifty. Um, I basted every forty five minutes with some uh, uh, chicken stock, um, and then I had some additional butter that I would just pour over the top as well uh the skin was nice and crispy it was a big success my father made his uh fan fan favorite mashed potatoes i mean don't really ask i don't think he has anything secret about it maybe it's just the process by which he makes them 
super creamy. Um, mm. Mm. My mom made homemade stuffing. My sister made this apartif, which was essentially a crescent roll with candied bacon on top. It was equivalent to the bite of a pancake and bacon simultaneously with maple syrup. Um, <laughs> it was very sweet. I only had one piece, uh, but it was all, it was a big hit with the rest of the family. Um, sounds awesome. We had a, a good selection of stone beers. I had my dad try a Kolsch style ale and my father, I had this ready. He, uh, he regularly drinks Michelob Ultra. Love said, Michelob hey, Ultra. <laughs> hey, Dad, um, try this. It's light. Uh, you'll like it. It's German, right? It's a Kolsch style ale. Lager. Yeah, he cracks it, it. No, it's an ale, actually. Not a lager. Kolsch style, but as an ale. And I think that's probably where I went wait, wrong. Wait, I'm sorry. What? Four Points Brewing makes a Kolsch style ale. It's KSA. It's an ale. Brewed. What? Yeah. Um. <laughs> And he cracks it and he takes a sip and then he makes a face. I said, give me that beer. <laughs> I will drink it. Um, and then just go back to your tried and true Michelob Ultra. Um, it was good. Oh, you know, Fort point. Is that what you said? Yes. Did what I say four points? F- Fort. I'm not Fort sure what point. you said. It, that. What in the fuck is this? Oh, oh, it's like a steam beer. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, you know, Anchor Steam? Uh-huh. It's like that. Got it. Nice. So it's good. I actually like it. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. And then uh, for dessert, um, my grandma passed a few year oh, passed away a few years ago. She always would make um, pumpkin pie from scratch. So there's really like you're just not going to live it up to it. And I know pumpkin pie. It's not for everybody, but I'm a fan. Okay. If you don't like pumpkin pie, get the fuck out. <laughs> All right. So not welcome on the pretty neat podcast. You, and you know what? You know what? <laughs> Every listener we have, all nine of you, if you don't like pumpkin pie, unsubscribe. Fuck you. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, but but please don't. Um, but really, like pumpkin pie, it's delicious. And last year, it was a makeshift, like, let's have Thanksgiving at my house type of deal. So we weren't really prepared. And uh, my wife was able to get like a couple of slices of pumpkin cheesecake from the Cheesecake Factory. And then this year she planned ahead and we were able to order pre-order a whole cheesecake, which you can freeze. And then we did that. And that was, that was a smashing success. That sounds then, so much better than mine. We, we My then Thanksgiving, it, I mean, <laughs> we followed it up with a trivial pursuit horror edition. So it's all about horror movies and trivia, which was actually quite challenging. And then we okay, did uh so a f- my wife's family was gonna do karaoke. Yours is also better. Keep going. <laughs> and then we did uh we did two rounds of Harry Potter Trivial Pursuit, which I have the full board game, and um I didn't win. Hmm. But I'm so, in a family that is uh that are they're Harry Potter fans. So Dom, we have to figure out how to get adopted in to <laughs> next year. You guys are invited. You're more next, than welcome. Next year I'm gonna talk you through a compound butter. Um okay. We'll also make your own brine, although uh, I don't know. It's you can you can do brines a lot of ways. One year, my favorite year was um, so we hosted Thanksgiving for my family and my wife's whole family, a good 40 people. The first like seven years we had our house. Um, And one year I went to every local brewery and got a growler and made a like a smorgasbord. um like local beer brine, which was oof, 
wonderful. I also have done turducken. Um, you I'll have, talk like, you through a compound butter. Turducken? No, no, no. I can't debone birds like that. I was about um, to say, like, whoa. No, 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 no. I ordered it. Um, okay. And it was amazing. There were no leftovers. And I, I always had to do two turkeys. Um, anyway, I'll talk you through the compound butter. Super simple. Yeah. Definitely. Cooking with Dom is a treat. So yeah. like whenever that opportunity arises for anyone, you, it's a, it is a good one to jump on. It really is. Next time I'm out there, we'll, we'll have to do some. Cooking. I don't have very good knife skills. Or I do. And my plating is terrible. My plating is also terrible. <laughs> you, you might be able to hear it. Like Thanksgiving was good. Food was good. Uh, brother-in-law's parents uh cooked went over went over there fun had a blast with my nieces nice watching watching the three or two and a half three-year-old like have access to a dog is like the cutest thing ever um and uh but two days later i'm sick <laughs> my sister my niece my all that bunch of people are sick nobody's tested positive but everybody's fucking sick so yeah, dude hence i'm now here still so kind of sick m- much like our gambling records we were one for three for thanksgiving <laughs> although i was in vegas and i i showed you guys that freaking u.s men's national team ridiculous prop bet that i hit yeah yeah, yeah that congrats. was i mean and that was at the end of the game too to have it as a draw yeah, sure was on a penalty <laughs> kick <laughs> damn dude um yeah and then you hit on both the charger bets right i did you, i actually on this uh, we cleaned up so i hit the chargers points against the chiefs i had the chiefs winning on a three-team parlay um i parlayed the chargers with the lakers i yeah i, I did very well good did you did i had you i had raiders which Derek carr threw that crazy pass to Devontae adams to win the game in overtime um I had Raiders, Chiefs, and Cowboys to win. The Cowboys won by like 37. And then separately, I had the Chargers to cover, and I had the Chargers to cover parlayed with the Lakers to beat the Spurs, uh, which is mm-hmm. the one team they are able to beat. So that was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, consistently. that That's true. True statement. I was reading a thing uh, online earlier today that there was somebody who coin flipped every game for the jets this season and had won up through week 11. Yeah. <laughs> so every, every year there are stories <laughs> like this. Um, yeah. I feel like the chances are there every year. Yeah, it's not, it's but not it's the jets. Right. That just makes it all the more. Well, fun. the jets have been much better than anyone thought they would be. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, there are stories like this every year. My favorite team. Mattress Mac, uh, for example, um, mm-hmm. is a uh, that guy who bet whatever on the Astros and won like millions of dollars. Um, so mm. can I just mention before I forget because I'm going to, I'm not yeah. even thinking. Uh Tyson Fury is fighting on Saturday, in case either of you were <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and get this. It's at 10 a.m. and it's not even on pay-per-view. It's just on ESPN Plus. Dom, oh, yeah. you're doing more marketing work for them right now than they have clearly put into it. Aaron, you took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> Someone explain to me again how boxing even still exists in this world. I don't I don't understand. They are so bad at everything. It, it's 
it's, uh, ju- it's just <laughs> insanity. There, it is just insanity. Yeah, but Tyson Fury, Derek Chisora, uh, for for now, what ESPN is calling the lineal title, which is silly, but mm. it's a thing Fury gave himself. I like it. And the WBC, uh, 10 a.m. stateside, at least Pacific time. Um, sorry, specific time. Uh, <laughs> um, and it's uh, just an ESPN Plus. So you can go 1FC on Prime. On Friday. Friday night. Carry that into Tyson Wake Fury, up. 10 a.m. Saturday morning. Carry that into the Stephen Thompson uh uh, Wonder Boy card. Ah, oh, beautiful. Well, uh, who is he fighting? Um, Kevin Holland. Yeah. Um, which is a great card. That's this is a that's good a, card. Yeah, we'll get to it for sure. That's definitely yeah. um make some PMP picks. That uh, I mean, it's it's just insanity how bad at promoting boxing is. And there is almost no one more fun to watch than Tyson Fury. It's just it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget 20 years ago, like when Dana White uh, was saying that it's going to be better, bigger mm-hmm. than boxing. And like when I was going to like uh, Dave's pizza or whatever, and meeting with Brandon Williams and Adam and Dylan and Shauna and Kiri and, Beth and all that group, we were going to watch UFC fights and the place was sold out. So like, it wasn't happening on boxing night and there was boxing the same night. And that was 15 years ago. Like it's just, it is bigger. It's just a mess. It's not bigger yet. It's It's not bigger. You think UFC is flat out bigger. Do you think more money evolve is evolving? Yeah. So yes, a hundred percent. And the only, so there's no UFC fighter save for Connor that makes money like Tyson Fury or Canelo or a, a handful of other boxers, but mm. top to bottom UFC fighters make way more than boxers do. Uh, for example, the featured title fight on, and this is the problem too. The, the co-main on the Tyson Fury card is Daniel Dubois versus Kevin Lorena. Neither of you or me have heard of either of those two guys. No, it's 12 rounds for Dubois WBA. And it's actually in quotes, regular heavyweight chant title. What the fuck is that? Regular heavyweight. So not like super heavyweight. <laughs> I know because I don't know what the WBA regular heavyweight title is. And I don't know why it's in quotes. I know what the like heavyweight weight. <laughs> I know because the only, the UFC. two heavyweights with, with <laughs> actual belts are Tyson Fury and Alexander Usyk. Yeah, it, that is a problem. And I mean, when you see like these dudes decked out with 15 belts hanging all over them, like it doesn't look impressive at some point. It looks like showboating, which is well, what it, it just, is. It, it really, it, it's not showboating as much as it sort of dilutes the, the value of any given one. And anyway, yeah. Yeah. that's the thing is like, I've, well, we've all heard of Tyson Fury. I've heard of Derek Chisora, but only because of the guys I've seen him lose to. So it's not, it's just, it's just weird. Like figure it out boxing. And of course, no, there's no UFC fighter. I don't, you can't give me, you know, the only guy they have is Conor McGregor as far as who touches the celebrity of like a Tyson Fury or a Canelo, at least globally, but certainly like stateside Conor's way bigger. So, yeah. 
Yeah, he's getting in. The, he was in the news this past week because he was. He's like been out of the USADA pool for a certain period of time. He needs to like be in it for six months right now. Yeah, so like but they said that he could put in away? for an exception and just oh, do and they'll, two they'll tests. Give him an exception. Yeah, they would. Oh well, that's not crazy. You know, before we even get into the re recap, because this is more newsy than re recappy, we should get like a news thing mm. you know you know like the beginning the headlines type deal um because yuri prohaska is out for like over a year apparently has a devastating shoulder industry in their in, in, injury uh i'm drinking tonight uh <laughs> and, and uh he vacated the belt so 282, Jan Blahovich and Magomed Ankalaev are fighting for the belt. Uh, I guess Glober was offered the fight with was. Magomed, but he turned was. it down. He wanted more time to prepare. Is that right? Yep, because he says he has a totally different style and he's a southpaw. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, he's plus 40 and he needs, he, he probably wants to make sure that he has a good accounting of himself. I don't, yeah. I don't mind that. Nope, no, neither. Who do you uh, just at the? Uh, I mean, with Yuri out, we can't. We're not going to speculate on what he's going to do in a year and a half. How? What do you think about Jan and Magomed? Like, how do you do? You have any thoughts either way on one of them being a champion? Well, Ankalaev, if he's smart, employs his ground game and mm-hmm. just and just takes care of business there. Otherwise, yeah, you, Jan, you're you're Jan's susceptible crafty. to that. Polish power, right? Mm-hmm. Polish power. Polish power. Polish power. Uh, this also makes uh, for some fun if uh, Alex Pajeda moves up. Within when Pajeda. Alex Pajeda moves up? Yeah. Yeah, when he moves up, it won't be where Yuri is. And I do think you that guys, makes him more palatable there. Do you guys think Hamzat Chemaev could beat Pajeda at 185? I yes. think he would pose a challenge. Yeah, he really? definitely could. Could he, or should I say, would he? He could. I don't know if he would. That's the thing is right now. Yeah. Hazmat's biggest test has been Gilbert Burns. Yep. And Gilbert Burns used to fight at 155. Yes. So let's say he goes up to 185. And we know that Alex is really mm-hmm. big for the weight class, right? Mm-hmm. He's going <laughs> to barely be weighing one. Do you hear he was like two nineteen when he got in the cage with <laughs> <Yeah>, Stylebender? <laughs> he, he weighed he weighed one eighty five for probably ninety seconds. The so time he, he could, was on the scale, yeah. Like, uh, okay, cool. Yeah. And now he's two nineteen. He could easily fight at two oh five. I think that would not be an issue for him. I still think he would be very competitive. Um, so if he just nullifies Cosmot's physicality, like I could see a situation where Cosmot goes, Hey, what the fuck? And then boom, left hand. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. For me, it's like the unstoppable force in Shemaya of an immovable object in Pajeda. And which one breaks? I don't know. It's an interesting yeah. thought experiment. I don't think it'll ever actually happen. I don't know that. Yeah. Kamzat is big. I don't know that he's like 185 big, though. Yeah, I mean, who's he fought at 185? The one that comes anyone. to mind is uh, GM3. Uh, Gerald Mearshark, the third. Yeah, and he, he knocked fought. him out in like 
10 seconds. Ten seconds. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Holland, he fought at 180. Yeah. And Holland is fighting at 170 now. He wasn't even a. Mm-hmm. It was 17 seconds for Mirshart. Show some respect, please. <laughs> yeah. My bad. Mirshart didn't even throw a punch in that fight. He, like, he tried once. I think he threw it and completely whiffed, and that was it. Yeah. Um, it was rough. Um, I, I think that there's some potential with Yuri out at, at that and Glober not sticking around much longer and Pajeda up there. Like there's a lot of room for like log jams to clear out with some weight moves. Well, Pajeda no. against a, a 205 or with a real ground game <clears throat> is in big mm-hmm. trouble. Yeah. Pajeda would have the same trouble as Izzy against Jan. Oh yeah. I, th- I think, I think Paul Craig could beat Pajeda. Okay, just but because, that's because Paul Craig's just wily, right? Yeah. And his ground game is so crazy, and he's so bigger. Crazy. A guy, Pajeda's size, this is what I don't buy about the Robert Whitaker argument. He Pajeda is way bigger than Robert Whitaker. And it's I, I get his wrestling. I respect it. Yeah, that's great until that left hand comes flying at you. Mm-hmm. And that's just a different thing. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of... Left different hands, things <laughs> yeah. different things and and left hands flying out out of nowhere why don't we recap a couple of things that happened over the the past week do it uh the last ufc that we did not watch <laughs> because lewis and spivak was canceled no, yeah, that kidding. was weird is Derek lewis okay yeah, he just had some sort of illness. He's cleared the next day. All right. Uh, but we we they were good. We I did watch most of these fights. They were really fun. Uh, then we had Thanksgiving, so we couldn't connect. Uh, but, I mean, Kennedy and Jekku, geez, KO, round two, beautiful. Um, Andre Fialo got finished off, like, super quick by Muslim Salikov, which was just a fucking destruction the vanilla gorilla lost because his name sucks uh and the jack de la magdalena madalena mauling of danny roberts was pretty insane and then Um, my deep fake guy retired you hear that yeah zolgus yeah yeah he's done he lost a decision did they just like delete the file or (laughs) put him on a thumb drive and throw it in a drawer or some shit we're gonna have to get how does that work they put, him get, in the, they put him in the archives. Uh, okay. Yeah, we'll get Max Payne Griffin back on the podcast again, and we'll ask him if he knows what they do when they erase files. Even he said he was like, yeah, I mean, I've stood next to him, but he kind of does not look like a real guy. <laughs> he totally doesn't. Um, fun, fun. It was fun night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still want to see some... Uh... I actually randomly saw quite a bit of this card because I was working on some academic stuff at this very desk, and... Uh... The yeah. TV over there had it on, but I wasn't paying super close attention. Yeah. Totally bizarre that it would happen in the middle of the card. Yeah. Uh, but shit happens, I guess. Yeah. You know what I, you know what I was doing? Because <laughs> some of that text. What? I was I was in the movie theater watching the first previews for Wakanda forever. And I'm huh. like, uh the fuck? What? Okay, I'm definitely not watching this when I get okay. back. Okay. <laughs> did you what did you think of it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Aaron, have you seen it? Mm-mm. okay so this is not i'm not going to spoil it okay so the thing that happens in like the the post credits mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. i do 
Did I tell you a student told me that that was going to happen in like August? Oh yeah. Just yeah. Uh, fan fan theorizing. Nope. She goes, Oh yeah. Uh, this. And I was like, she, Oh no. She goes, I know what's going to happen. And I'm like, well, I mean, there's like 30 or 40 years of comic books to draw on. I'm sure mm-hmm. we could all figure it out if we wanted to. She goes, no, no, no. My mom's best friend does costumes on the movie. And so this, <laughs> this thing is coming. And I was like, all right, I don't believe you because 14 year olds lie. Um, but that happened. And I was like, all right. And, but I kind of filed it away. And I think I told you guys, there's a thing I heard that I'm filing away. And yeah. sure as shit, that was it. Yeah. That's wow. nutty. Yeah. That's totally wild. We've been watching Wednesday on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, the Wednesday Adams show. And it is very, very funny. Uh, I really like it so far. We're maybe four or five episodes in. Uh, <laughs> it's gorier than I thought it was going to be. It's uh, more adult than I thought it was going to be. My only issue with it is that Wednesday is so Wednesday that every response is virtually predictable. <laughs> And all you have to do is go as far as you can with how would this person respond who's totally contrarian in every way they can ever possibly dream of being. And you're probably right. You know, um, uh, like, uh, you know, I, I'm not going to go into specifics. Regardless, it's actually still a pretty fun show. And it's really well acted. Everybody in it is really good. And I really like that. Um, and the uh, thing, the hand is amazing like the way they did it is so good all right uh we're clearly seeing what all of the cosplay and halloween costumes are for next year and that's totally fine with me no i don't Uh, think it'll be top of the mind next year maybe not maybe if a second season comes out i was not into the adams family that's not like a like a thing for me yeah it's not for everybody it was a fun one for me Anyway, there was also PFL. Jeez, 9.4 out of 10 on IMDb. This also. For what, Wednesday? Yeah. It was good. Oh, we, wow. fin- we finished it over the weekend. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not, not saying it's not good. I, I very well could enjoy it. I just. Yeah. I think you'll find the writing to be like I do, kind of like you kind of see things coming. Oh, yeah. And you and I have had to write together before, like in terms of content dom so it's like mm-hmm. yeah you you kind of see where things are going and and it's fun but i'm sure it'll give me surprises towards the end because it's all based on poe and it'll be it'll be fun uh, uh as in edgar allen yeah yeah the big school they go to is called nevermore big fan mm-hmm. of his so maybe i will check this out yeah lots of poe anyway there was also, also- poe dameron <laughs> I like him yeah. too. Carry on, sorry. Ah <laughs> oh, man, I've heard some shit about Andor. Anyway, it doesn't you matter. Watch that either. What, that it's I, not good. I Shut haven't watched up. it yet, and I've heard it's a. I've heard it's great. No, it's, it's fucking not. amazing. No, it's not. I've heard it's. Great, Have you watched so it all? Uh, all of it? No. I'm gonna watch at? it all. I don't know. Episode three or four. Okay. Yeah. Reserve judgment. Yeah, I just I'm, hate this. Oh, well, you you know, wait till episode nine when you're 15 hours into this, it gets good. I'm like, oh, all right, cool. The I Lord of the Rings by the by the second half of uh, the Two Towers or Return of the King or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it really picks up. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> what about the two and a half books before that? <laughs> I've heard that uh, 
So if, if something's not good unless it has like consequence immediately within. No, the, no, no, no. Of course not. No, of course not. I just so far it has not grabbed me. But honestly, neither has Moon Knight, and I really wanted Moon Knight to grab me, and it just didn't. So. I've heard that if the care and attention that was put into Andor had been put into Kenobi, that Kenobi would be like, would have changed the whole game. So what's cool about Kenobi is, have you seen it, Aaron? I couldn't get through the second episode. Okay, Ryan, you've seen it, I assume? I want to watch it all, though. I still want to watch it all. So this whole, I don't know how much of a spoiler this is, Aaron, but whatever. (laughs) This whole thing where little girl princess leia gets kidnapped and obi-wan kenobi goes on an intergalactic quest to save her nobody mentions that in any of the star wars movies or content <laughs> ever after that <laughs> this the the fucking princess gets kidnapped by the by the oh wait a second mm-hmm. no i'm sorry i've seen a movie where she gets kidnapped before oh yeah that's right the new hope <laughs> not hey we're gonna th- you're doing this again to me honestly that was my issue with obi-wan i actually didn't i thought the episodes themselves were fine but god yeah. <laughs> i want to watch got, it. with the problem you can't do it that way with star wars you have to give us unestablished characters it's why whatever's good about andor works it's why the mandalorian works because i don't know their stories already tell me that the mandalorian is what five years after the fall of the empire and 20 years before the force mm-hmm. awakens all right cool I, I i can get behind that i just this whole other this you know this major consequential character in this universe has been kidnapped when she was a little girl and no one ever says it even one time after that I, <laughs> yeah and like later on, old Ben Kenobi, she's like, that's funny. I was rescued by somebody named Obi-Wan Kenobi. When funny I was you kid. should mention it. <laughs> funny enough. Her. I've come to him for help many times. It's, <laughs> God. I want I, I want to watch it. I just, I want to have it in my, in my repertoire. That's where um, I, kind of where I'm at with Andor, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'll get so there. good. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's almost top three on all Star Wars properties. In my opinion. Whoa. Yeah. What are your top three Star Wars properties? All right. Great question. So <laughs> it moves around. Great question. Yeah, but thank you for catching that lob. You're, I'm, I'm Patrick Mahomes. You're Travis Kelsey. Keep going. Yes, you, that, was a, that was a yes. dig. Cannot be stopped. <laughs> Did you see those those tweets that were like, Travis Kelsey is part owner of SoFi Stadium? <laughs> Travis Kelsey is rewriting uh, the history book at the tight end position right now. Stud. I mean, based on what he's doing. Dud. He's Dude. so good. Uh, okay, so number one, right? Number one Star Wars entity, Empire Strikes Back, right? No, you dispute that? I do. You do? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Anyway, this is your list. Keep going. Number two, Star Wars Rebels. Okay. Animated series. Mm-hmm. Takes place uh, just before, uh, let's say, right around the same time as Andor. Number three could be Andor. Might, might be my third favorite. Wow. And mm-hmm. and maybe that's in anticipation of what the second season is going to be. Maybe that's a recency bias because I just watched all of it week to week and I was like... Is it just because you kind of look like him? No, I do not look like Diego. A little Luda. bit. Um, thanks. It's a compliment. I, yeah, no, thank you. You do have I, the facial hair right now. I it's, just... It's pretty uh, great. Yeah, redid that. But uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, it's like it's in there and I'm trying to think what would supplant that 
as the number three. And honestly, it, it would only be Clone Wars, the animated series, or maybe The Mandalorian, even though wow. hmm. I'm concerned about where The Mandalorian is going to go. But yeah, it, it might be top three. The Mandalorian should have ended after season two. Mm. Yeah, my, no, that's my, I haven't even seen season three, and it should have ended what, after season two. Season it three was that ending three? of season two was perfect. Do you have a Do you have a top three? Me, Star Wars properties. Yeah, um, I do. I think I mine is not far away, but it is different. I I do, and I'm going to cheat. Okay, why are you going to cheat? You'll see. How are you going to cheat? Uh, you'll see. Are you going to okay. make me go first and then you All right, go ahead. Compare Ryan and I. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh I think my number 1 is Return of the Jedi. You know, I I I do like Empire, but this I insane. I can this watch Return all the time. Like I really like Return of the Jedi. Uh and it's just got a little of everything. Ewoks, I'm cool with Ewoks. I like Ewoks. I like Ewoks. Yeah. Yeah, number 2 is Rogue One. Although Rogue One alternates with number one for me. Mm. Like it kind of switches, but I got to be, it's in the mood. Uh, and number three, which might surprise you, Revenge of the Sith is growing on me. <laughs> Reve- All right. So Revenge of the Sith is interesting because <laughs> that's the third one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, the dialogue is so bad. It's so bad. It's so yeah. bad. But it's iconic in the fact yeah. that this is the transformation of it what is. It's Star Wars is Darth. essentially revolved around. It's the story of Anakin Skywalker. And Order and now, 66 and like Order 66. Like it's got a epic lot. Epic duels. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, okay. I can I can get behind some of that. Yeah, it's it's a bit weird. And I you know what? My involvement with the shows, my engagement hasn't been there enough like i like mandalorian i like aspects of it uh i like rebels a lot but like i don't i don't get sucked into it so i i I can't i can't i can't do a hundred episodes of an animated series it's too hard for me (laughs) i think no issues while i will not disparage the animated series is here because i I'm aware of and respect their fan bases. And I, I think there's a lot there. Um, I have, I, to, I have it, to throw one more thing out there. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Fallen order might be in there for me. That the video count. game. It has BD eight in it. Uh, BD one, BD one. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Which I want to get the Lego set for you for Christmas. I just like that. He was in the movie or show. What was he just in? Was he in was he in Obi-Wan? Yeah. Yeah. Um Okay. <laughs> you guys ready? Take a deep breath. In reverse. Number 3. Number 3 <laughs> is uh The Book of Boba. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I have a number 3. I think the prequels are a disaster. I know that's not a hot take. Nope. I think the original trilogy is a disaster. That is a hot take. <laughs> I've been on here many take. times. And you, uh, you, you could almost say, like, because it was the first, it, it could be the best. I thought you were going a new hope, to be quite honest. With three? 
No, or maybe with even your number, number one. one. But no, of course, you just said dumb, the original dumb, trilogy. Of course not. A hot mess. It's a it is a dumpster fire of garbage. <laughs> the acting is so bad. The <laughs> the puppets are so fake looking. Everything is so <laughs> bad, except that they're fun. And I I maintain a lot okay. of people say they're the first blockbuster movies. Uh, they may very well be, and I I respect so. their place in history. I am a Star Wars fan. That's fine. Um, I see number three is is tough for me. I will say that number three. You know what? Just because I do respect it, I will put The Empire Strikes Back at number three. Hey, out of like twenty properties, it. That's where it should be. It should be number two is the Mandalorian. So Mandalorian's good. The end of episode one is one of the best endings to any Star Wars anything. And one of the best TV endings that I've ever seen. When that little egg compartment thing they have him in opens up, you're like, oh, we're doing this. Got it. (laughs) Now I now I, I didn't know what this show was. And now I do. I also think in a in a time where Star Wars has just fumbled so many things one of the things they've gotten right is keeping the mystery around whatever that race is called and their history and where they live and how many there are and exactly why they're so force sensitive etc right so there's grogu yoda and yaddle are the only three i'm aware of in the entire universe that have been named is that correct yep and we still don't know what they are and we don't we don't really know anything about them i think that is fucking genius um that in storytelling, I mean, that is absolutely yeah. outstanding. The way that you get everything that Grogu is thinking and feeling based on five facial expressions <laughs> is yeah. excellent. The this the Mandalorian backstory, the way they've tied in the Clone Wars stuff from the animated series, I think they've done an expert job with it. I th- I thought the ending to season two was virtually perfect. And one of my biggest complaints with Star Wars in general is we don't really get to see Vader at like the height of his power. I heard someone the other day on a some podcast, I cannot remember what I was listening to, basically saying like he successfully ran the Empire for like 25 years. That's a good run. And... <laughs> It's a it's a it's a pretty fair point. You see him in Rogue One. You see him in, to your point, Aaron, Fallen Order, where you can't, you literally can't fight him. Um, so there there's some some aspects there. So that's number anyway, number two for me. But I'm sorry, in Mandalorian, you get a little bit of the Luke Skywalker that we've only ever heard about when he just walks through all those droids and is like, all right, this one's come with me. Awesome, love it. I don't even like Luke Skywalker, and they should have had fucking uh, the guy who plays Bucky Barnes play him. Anyway, Sebastian Stan. <laughs> yes, I- I'm I'm on board with that. Yeah, he me too. Fucking for looks sure. exactly like him. Um, my number one is where I'm cheating. This is a hot take. You're both gonna be upset. Last Live Jedi. Yep. Last Jedi. No, just say it's it. not the Last Jedi. Okay. Wow. Okay. It is in fact. Color me surprised. It is in fact bundled as one thing. Force Awakens, Last Jedi, Rise of Skywalker. Okay. And here's why. I think as three movies together, they work pretty well. 
Last Jedi was the one in the moment where I was like, this fucking sucks. And since I have really come around on, I have I have issues with The Rise of Skywalker. I still think I've only seen it the one time in the theater and then one other time when I was sick or something. I need to revisit it. But I maintain, if you took someone who did not know the history of Star Wars, didn't really know anything about it, and showed them four, five, and six, and then seven, eight, and nine, and said, which of those three did you prefer? A hundred out of a hundred, they say seven, eight, and nine. Hmm. Okay, let's try and rationalize this. Um, Special effects are way better. Obviously, the original trilogy was inventing things as the films were being made, whereas seven, eight, nine had the advantage of multiple um, CGI companies, as well as Lucasfilm, which basically made its brand, its reputation off of those early films and just being somewhat of the forefront. Um, They had somebody that was a fan in J.J. Abrams in what he was trying to do with the sequel trilogy. You could make the argument that The Force Awakens is essentially just A New Hope rebooted. Yeah. Um, Good, bad, indifferent. It's just, you know, to your point, it's an updated version of it. The Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson, it's so controversial. Um, I actually like it, but I really don't like The Rise of Skywalker because it's essentially just 100% fan service. And they could Except have taken, the ending. <laughs> they could have taken chances. I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a big Chewbacca fan, but in that mm-hmm. movie, he should have stayed dead. He, he died. Stayed. Well, they thought yeah. he was dead. Yeah. Well, he wasn't yeah. really dead, but the yeah. the presumption should have I been like, <clears throat> "I really killed Chewbacca," which would have made her vision of her dark version of herself all yeah. that more realistic. But in fact, Chewie wasn't alive the whole time. He was on the different ship. They they played a shell game, right? It was a switcheroo, yes. um, a misdirection. Uh, I agree with you there. And in the theater, I remember thinking, oh my God, they just killed Chewbacca. They just killed Chewbacca. That was the right move. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. And then you're like, oh, he's alive. And they're like, okay, so there's no consequence to that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I mean, they killed Han Solo. They killed Han Solo in The Force Awakens. Han Solo wanted to die in the original trilogy, or Harrison Ford did. Um, He he wanted to be killed. It would have made it better. Yeah. (laughs) A little more consequence. A little bit more consequential, yeah. And, and that's the thing is, uh, which, you know, I guess we can we can circle back to this if you do, in fact, finish Andor about what they're doing in terms of making things consequential. Even though this is something that is prior to the original trilogy, we know what is going to transpire. It's the whole, like, how did this happen before? It's the whole, like, uh, it's the whole idea that people say, what is the empire's tax policy, right? Yeah. Um, trying to know the inner world how quote. something works. Yeah. yeah. What is their tax policy? Mm-hmm. How, do they, how do they govern, right? What is it like living on a mid-world planet if you're under the empire's control? Well, you get a little bit of that in Force Awakens. Uh. No, no, no. I'm sorry. The Empire has fallen. But you get an idea of what life is like on these outskirts, sort of. What does he say? That's pretty much nowhere planets. Yeah. 
when she um, tells him she's from Jakku. Yeah. 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 You're on a, 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 a no, a nothing planet. Either way, I maintain the issue Star Wars has fundamentally is they don't have actual source material to work off of. The reason I've I've made this point on here before, I think the reason the MCU works is because they have 50, 60 years of comic books that each have plenty of runs and plenty of additions and plenty of specialty runs. And there is an unlimited supply of material to pull from. That's why when people say something like, oh, they're just. Like uh, there was a recently like a big, like sort of anti something push for, or people saying like, oh, they're only making Black Panther because it's it's full of black hair. Well, like that shit came out in like the seventies. That's mm-hmm. not a new character. He's been around for a long. Oh, Miles. It was Miles Morales. Someone was saying something about Miles Morales. Like, no, he's not new. He's been around before the, you know, I, he's newer, but he's still not new. Mm-hmm. No. And Star Wars has none of that to pull from. Well, somebody, 2011 for Miles Morales, but still. I heard somebody describe the new trilogy as white, uh, a woman Jesus saving the universe through a comedy of errors. And I thought that that was a pretty apt description. Because, like, especially especially The Last Jedi, where everything happens on accident because plans get fucked up. <laughs> like, That's every <laughs> hero's journey tale, though. At least the last couple of years, yeah. That was a fun, like, aside. Kind of <laughs> we do talk about UFC and other pretty neat stuff. We do. Amongst them, Star Wars. Are we going to talk about PFL? So this low hang, low name guy, I guess, Locked didn't in. get a contract on Dana White's Contender Series and then just won a million dollars fighting in PFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It got me thinking. Go ahead. You remember why he didn't get a contract? I because do because he didn't go for a finish. He was dominating his fight, and in the mm-hmm. third round, he went for another takedown, as opposed to like really trying to finish the fight. And Dana yep. White made mention of that. Like you mm-hmm. gotta, you gotta always be working for the finish. Never leave it in the hands of the judges. And he passed on him. And this guy was a is a was a great prospect. And he went to the PFL. And now, to your point, he was he's a millionaire, featherweight it's, champ. It got me thinking. If I was, there's like two versions of this. If I was Stipe, I'd be like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna go fight four times in PFL, annihilate their heavyweights. Like you guys want me to fight Cyril Gone? I'll pass." And I'll just go go clean out the heavyweight division in PFL mm-hmm. and make a million bucks at a time. I'll do it four or five times and I'll retire. Yep. Like, or even twice. I don't know. I mean, I know Stipe's done well. Or, But then it got me thinking, too. Like, man, if I was Robert Whitaker or... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Let's, Whoa. Let's not talk about that. If I was yeah. Robert Whitaker or if I was... We have to because this is who Stipe would fight. <laughs> <laughs> shit if i was one robert whitaker is like the perfect example if i was a guy like that that the the mountain at middleweight for him is just is just too great I, man mm-hmm. yeah well and i mean look at aspen lad yeah she won not Obon the title mercier. but she still won yeah obel mercier he was in the ufc so was ray um he might have been pfl actually now that i think about it um but man, there are some also fun they guys. don't test for steroids there. So <laughs> no, 
Akhmadov came in. Marlon Marais lost again. To, an, to another Marais. Yeah. Um, uh, Natan Schultz, yeah, beat Jeremy Stevens. That was kind of expected. Natan, another one who got cut from the UFC too early. But we're talking about some Marlon Marais and the the guy who isn't Wonder Boy, but really is Wonder Boy. Jeremy Stevens and Stephen Thompson are the same person. Um, yeah, we're talking about like washed up guys. Robert Whitaker's not washed up. He just can't beat Pajeda or Adesanya. Yeah, it'd be fun. I I think they would clean up there. Yeah, they definitely, and they'd make a lot more money. Now, did either of you watch this one? Kayla Harrison and Pacheco. No. I did. did not watch. Yeah, okay. what would you think? Kayla, it was close. It was a close fight. It was, it was a very competitive. close fight. Um, I I think Pacheco won the fifth round, and I think that's what it came down to. And she she looked better by then. She looked less tired. She looked like she was trying to. She was solving the problems of Kayla, and Kayla was going nowhere. Well, it sort of looks like Kayla is only the one thing. Yep. Yeah. Which is totally fine while that works. But judo and ground and pound. If they had given it to Kayla, there'd be controversy, but she won a number of the advanced stats. Yeah. Yeah. So you could you could make the argument for her. I won't. I'm not upset about the decision. I the whole time I was watching the fight and I watched the whole thing, I was thinking to myself, Amanda Nunez isn't beating either one of these women because they're so big. And Amanda yeah. is that's really the problem, I think. And it's why we're never going to see it. Yeah, probably not. I also but do I, think on her feet, Harrison would have a real striking disadvantage against Cyborg, but we'll probably never see that either. Yeah, probably not. Gosh, I couldn't see Cyborg showing up in PFL. No, cross promotion, they're saying with Bellator. Yeah, they mm. said that her loss made the fight more likely. And I'm, I'm trying to understand why. Because. Well, I don't know. I I mean, I guess put more eyes on it. Eh, that's not belt versus belt. I don't know. Hmm. I do think Kayla will get that belt back, and I'm surprised that's all it was good, a pay-per-view. But... <laughs> I still think it's funny it was a pay-per-view. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh Oh, well, that was a fun. A yeah, fun. Tyson Fury is not even going to be a pay-per-view on Saturday. so Which is wild. So Absolutely wild. wild. It, none of it makes any sense. So if you have Amazon, then, like you said, it's Friday and Saturday. You got and, and ESPN Plus, I guess. But Yeah, that's good. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, let's talk about this weekend's fights and make some picks. And now it's time for the Pretty Me Podcast Picks. Picks, 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 picks. UFC Fight Night's taking everyone back to Orlando. This is a loaded card. It really is. It's so fun. And I mean, even the prelims. And there's a ton of prelims. I mean, look at this. Jeez. Look at this. Well, that's all the fights. But uh, yeah, I mean, geez, where should we even start? In the women's flyweight, the first ranked fight of the night which is on the prelims is tracy cortez and amanda hebas 
and that'll be really fun. Uh, Why test, will that be really fun? Test out Tracy a little bit on some real jujitsu competition and Hibas. Hibas likes to strike, but um, Ortega, you know, is with working with Tracy Cortez. Brian Ortega's his yeah. Her they're practicing. Oh, that's right. They're, she, pra- they're practicing jujitsu all the time. Yeah, yeah, she is on the list. Yeah, <laughs> and so is Brian Ortega for that matter. Um, yeah. Oh, and it's her birthday on Saturday, so I hope she wins. Yeah, so I think that'll be uh that'll be entertaining. That'll be entertaining. Well, the, the fight before that, Gennaro Valdez is fighting, and remember at two seventy, he had that wild round mm-hmm. with Matt Frivola where they kept knocking each other down, and then finally, yeah, yeah. Oh man, yeah, and he's fighting Natan Levy, who's an Israeli fighter. Yeah, I re- I recall that. Yeah, he's from Israel. Does yeah. he? Yeah. Is he like Israeli special forces? He looks like he could be. Good lord. He definitely might have been. Jeez. Uh, and Darren the Damage Elkins is fighting like a guy who looks like Mini Khabib. That's weird. Mm. Jonathan, oh, yeah, he Pierce. does kind of look like Khabib. It's like yeah, his face. It's like was the nose. Yeah, yeah, and the eyes for sure. Yeah. Yeah, somebody copied and pasted the brow settings from UFC 4 um, right over. Uh, that one will be fun. I mean, just brawl after brawl. The damage fighting for what seems, you know, as he's in every six weeks guy, it seems. So yeah. He's not because he fought in April. But... And it like doesn't matter who he's fighting. Like nope. he's going <laughs> to he's going to be a massive underdog. Mm hmm. And he's going to surprise everyone, whether or not he wins or loses. Like, there's going to be a moment in this fight where Jonathan Pierce is in trouble. But I don't think it'll be enough. He's a minus 500 favorite. Yeah, it's still going to happen. We're assuming all these fights happen. It's It feels unlikely that one of them will fall off. But yeah. Anyway. Michael Johnson is fighting. How do you say Mark? Diakaze, Diakise. How do you say that? Mark Diakise. Diakise. I like that. Kind of Although Italian. it's not Italian, so. Oh, Clay Guida is fighting. One Come of on. your favorites. Come on. Get to hear that guy burp over and over again. <laughs> Angela Overkill Hill. Emily Ducote. Nico Price is back. He's always entertaining shit. Now, when did we last see Nico Price? I, uh, I think it seemed to recall him having a pretty memorable Cowboy Oliveira. Yeah, yeah. Cowboy Oliveira. October of 21. So we haven't seen him in a little while. Yeah, long time. Um, lost to Michelle Pajeda. No contest with the other Cowboy. He, lost to Vicente Luque. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says result, decision, no contest. What? Hmm. I swear to dig a little deeper here. Donald Cerrone. But that Nico final no contest. 28, 28, 28, 28, 27, 27. Why was there no contest? Did one of them get poked in the eye or something? No, because it went to a decision. decision. That's a draw. Yeah, ESPN says no contest. I know that it ended early because of his eye. And like he was bummed that the fight was ending. <laughs> oh well. Uh it's a that's a good capper for the prelims. Uh and then leading into the main card on ESPN Plus. I mean Eric Anders and Kyle Dawkus is gonna be good. 
Kyle Dawkins, Chris Dawkins's little brother, right? Okay, I was gonna say, isn't there a heavyweight Dawkins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chris Dawkins. Sweet. Yeah, and this will be Kyle's third fight in the UFC, right? Since the Contender Series, and he lost to Delizze, who's uh, fighting on the very next fight. Yeah, and he bought, he beat Jamie Pickett, and then the Kevin Holland was a no contest due to a headbutt. Mm, I don't recall. That was the yeah, headbutt. Something. That was the yeah. headbutt, and uh, that was round one. Other, yeah. Uh but geez, then you get Jack Hermanson and Roman Delice. Speaking of, Jack Hermanson's uh, yeah. fun. Yeah, he's fun, and Roman. So is Roman Delice. He's uh, mm-hmm. he's got a lot of power. But if Jack's smart, he'll uh, he'll take it to the ground. So Jack Hermanson's last mm-hmm. five. Uh, he beat the action man, lost yep. to Sean Strickland. Yep. In a decision. Um, but beat he... Shabazian, lost to Vittori, beat Gastelum. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, when he beat Gastelum, too, that was like a lot. Yeah, he beat the fuck out of Chris Curtis. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, they're both ranked eighth. <laughs> huh. Are they? <laughs> yeah, they're they both. Are. Ranked eighth at middleweight. So this is battle for eighth. Battle winner. Winner gets castrated. So on ESPN's rankings webpage, Jack Hermanson is eight, and Roman Delize is not on the page. Is Delize fighting up or something? What's going on? No, because his last fight was against Kyle Dawkins. Yeah, and he knocked him out. I don't think Roman Delize is ranked. I don't think so either. Well, the website is fucked up then. But hey, I think that'll be a really fun fight. I think that's a good I I think you're right what you said, Ryan. Is about. is the Ty Sergey fight is that the last two guys that have knocked out Derek Lewis? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And well, more than two guys. Derek Lewis is on a, what, a three fight losing streak, four fight losing streak? Yes. Yeah, Isn't close. it like the last two guys he fought? <laughs> Ty Tuivasa <laughs> and Sergey Pavlovich? I think it is, yeah. And Cyril gone before that. Yep. Uh, this will. Uh, I I think this is Sergey's to lose, but Ty you can win so? it. Yeah, yeah. I think I this saw, is. Uh, I saw a headline earlier that said uh, Ty is going to take some time off after this fight. Hmm. Really? Yeah. No, okay. I, I just it was just a headline. I didn't read the actual actual article. Interesting. So I don't know. I don't know what he means by that. It could be like I'm going to take six months off, which. You know, work on your skills, homeboy. Yeah, I could see that. He didn't uh, look terrible against Sirogan. No, no. Better than I think a lot of people thought he would. Much yeah. tougher. Much, much tougher than I think we even knew he could be with how he yeah. was getting pieced yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of tough, uh, flyweight is after that, and Matt Schnell is very tough. Uh, with uh, Matthias Matthias Nicolau, is that how you say it? Yes, a six and seven matchup there. That's fun. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised that Nicolau is such a huge favorite. But well, uh, I wonder if it, like Styles, right? Because Matt Schnell, yeah, is the guy who gets into a war every time. Yeah, every time he wants every to time. Yes, he wants to get bloody. Let me bang or whatever. Come yeah. on, bro. I want to bang. He's a, he is a bang <laughs> bro, face. as they say. <laughs> He's a member of bang bros. Bang bros. 
That's a porn joke from the end of the sheet. <laughs> Bang brother. <laughs> One of my favorite things is right around this time every year, Pornhub or whatever does like their the most popular category in each state. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, good times. <laughs> People are weird. Yeah. Uh uh, how do we transition that to Brian Barberina and Rafael Dos Anjos? I mean, well, we, Rafael we go, Dos Anjos from... looks like he starred in some of those films in 1995. And Brian's <laughs> nickname is Bam Bam. There I mean... you go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, there you go. That was uh, easier than I thought. Yeah. Another one. What? Again? Like, that is just such a huge favorite Dude, for it's because It's because Bam Bam is so much bigger than him. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, what? No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dos Anjos is going up. Into welterweight, Brian mm-hmm. fights at welterweight, but Brian is the massive underdog. Massive, weird, massive. Well, he's not ranked, and, and Dos Anjos is like the guy who's. I mean, quote he unquote, beat he's, Lawler he's, he's, and Matt Brown. Yes, back Lawler, to back. Lawler, he beat Lawler this year. Like, come on, let's let's in be a, honest in about a that punch fest where he was yeah. almost losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But and I mean, Dos Anjos went fought Rafael Faziv, and I think that went to decision. But even nope, still, well, Rafael Faziv is a monster. Mm-hmm. a monster. Even still, that plus four hundred—that's a good ten dollars flyer. And he beat Hanato, yeah. and Hanato was the guy on the last pay per view who yep. fucking stole the show. Who did? Hanato Moicano. Who beat him? Yeah. Uh, uh, Rafael Dos Anjos beat okay. him. You know, so you're picking you're picking Rafael here. Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do think Rafael will do it. I think he'll get it by submission. Probably. I think uh, I I love that he comes out to the Kumite song from Bloodsport. It's fucking Mm -hmm. badass. He's 47 years old. (laughs) He has the forehead of a 55 year old man. (laughs) Yes, he does. (laughs) Yes, Yes, he does. And I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. I am as well. And following that, you get the main event of the night. Uh, which is a really fun one. Steven Wonderboy Thompson and Kevin the Mouth Holland. Dude, can you believe that Wonderboy is almost 40? It's tough. It's tough to believe. I thought he was over 40 myself. I thought, I think he's like two weeks away from his 40th birthday. Huh. And the uh, man, so the man, the man. February 11th, he will turn 40. Two months. Wow. And he is on uh, just a two-fight losing streak to Burns and Muhammad. So he lost the guys that wrestled the fuck out of him. Mm -hmm. Is is Thompson going to do that? I probably, I don't think so. Uh, Kevin Holland? Yeah, is Holland going to do that? I don't know. I don't know. He lost to Till. Okay. He beat Masvidal. He lost to Woodley. Oh, there's the two Woodley fights. He lost to Pettis. Was that the one where he did the Superman punch off the cage? I yeah. think so. Yeah. Yep. I don't Benny. remember the Jeff Neal fight, but that's a good win. God, who hasn't fought Jeff Neal or Neil Magny? <laughs> Jeff Neal Magny. And yeah. then Burns, that's a UD. Yeah. And and we, Bilal, right? We know what he's about Oof. in his last fight. Yep. That action is what he's about. I'm about that action. Mm-hmm. I, I Kevin Holland is a I just don't know what he's gonna do. So when was the last time we saw Kevin Holland look good? I guess Tim means. Mm. 
he looked good against Means. He looked good against Oliveira. Uh, the Holland was the headbutt. Uh, the Dacus was a headbutt. I mean, Vittori clobbered him. Brunson clobbered him. Those Didn't are he big snap dudes. Jacare's arm? He uh, he knocked him out from the bottom. That's uh, right. That's right. Who broke Jacare's arm? Uh, uh, Muniz. Andre yes, Muniz. Andre Muniz. <sighs> yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Holland looked amazing against Souza, amazing against Stewart, amazing against Ontiveros. Kevin uh, Holland has a lot of fights. Buckley, Giles. I don't remember Giles. There's nothing here. Maybe it got canceled. Uh, and Hernandez. That was an awesome KO. Luffy. What weight class did he fight Tiago Santos at? Middleweight. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Tiago Santos must have been the biggest middleweight of all time. Dude, he uh, he fought um, he fought Anthony Smith uh, at middleweight. And those guys are both light heavyweights now. While well, Tiago's retired or cut, I mean, who fought I Anthony know. Smith at middleweight? Tiago Santos, Mejeta. They yeah. both were 185 for a, for a period of time, and then they both made the realization like killing yourself to make yeah 185. Uh, Anthony Smith did an interview. He said like cutting weight that much. Mm-hmm. Um, he said you're not you don't feel normal until a week later. So it's yeah. like you're fighting the very next day, and you're you still feel mm-hmm. like severely um compromised did you guys hear sean o'malley talking with joe rogan about that no no and he he oh it was a good interview um o'malley said and he he cuts down from about 155 um o'malley said it takes him a solid four weeks to adjust to normal eating after a fight camp so dieting be, just because of the way his dieting and weight cut works and so i can imagine these guys who really suck down like it's not. It can't be healthy for you. Who do you know. think has the worst cut? Derek Lewis. Um, no, I. Uh, <laughs> it was I, Greg Hardy. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like Pajeda is a guy who's going to really start to struggle. Women definitely struggle with it more than men. Because mm-hmm, they naturally um, carry more water weight. So it's harder yeah. for them to drop the LBs. Yeah. Who? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Um. There's a couple of heavyweights that have to cut, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh, well, who's the guy who just mixed? Chris Barnett. Yeah. No. The real action, yeah. the people's action. Yeah, yeah, yeah Chris, Chris Barnett, Barnett yeah. missed. That yeah. boy was 300 pounds. <laughs> that's a that's a big that that boy is 300 man. pounds doing a doing a fucking somersault, uh, breaking the cage. Here's think about this, and I understand it's not the same. Okay, don't get all upset. I understand it's not the same, but I'm not talking to you guys. I'm saying in the comments, don't get all upset. Alex Pajeda walks at 219 and cuts. If he cuts even to 205, if I challenged either of you with just losing 14 pounds, how long would that take? Um, I'd probably be able to in a week. No, I could do it in probably like 48 hours. You think so? Oh, yeah. I start drinking distilled water. <laughs> And just know. and just stay in the sauna. I guess I'm not. Out. I guess I'm not saying cut weight. I'm saying lose fourteen. Lose pounds. the weight. Oh, long yeah. time. That's gonna take a while. Yeah, that's, that's not just, something. That's not something you're just. We treat it because you could truly, if you you are correct about the distilled water and the sauna and the the calorie restrictions and the you could drop ten pounds of water weight pretty quick, but it's not real. It'll come right back. So. I don't know. 
I don't I don't know who has the worst weight cut to answer your question, but it seems <laughs> like a number of these guys are are doing damage. I, I know I know the answer. I mean, and he doesn't have to make the cut anymore. But remember, Rumble Johnson used to fight it. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, and that yeah. motherfucker was a heavyweight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would have been Rumble. I think. Yeah, if he was I, still... like, how how did that happen? I don't how? know. One seventy. Yeah, I don't understand it. That's like, it's. Nuts. He went from one seventy to two hundred five. <laughs> He went from he fought he was fighting at 170 and then like he couldn't do it anymore and then he he just moved up to 205. That's mm-hmm. so crazy. <laughs> like that's that's kind of what Kamara was saying. Hey, I'm gonna move up from 170 and start fighting at 205. And we're like, no, you're not. And we think about just how large Rumble looked when he fought at welterweight against everybody else. And you're like, that's not a middleweight or that's not a welterweight. Uh, I bet Kamaru like is probably so much bigger in person. Nah, yeah, he's probably like 190, 200 pounds, most yeah. likely. I bet yeah. he's bigger than that. Yeah, you think so? Mm-hmm. Damn. Some, he's, a, some, he's a big dude. And some fighters, I mean, they surprise you how small they are when you see him in person. Like like Cheeto. Like Cheeto, Cheeto. was a smaller guy. 135. Like, he fights yeah. at 135. Yeah, Marvin Vittori is fucking huge. Marvin Vittori yeah, is a big dude. And he looked really big. And Michael and, Chiesa was fucking big. Yeah, Michael And so Chiesa. was uh, Uriah Hall. Yeah, like you and like they fight, you know, 30, 40 pounds lighter than I walk around at. But like meeting them in person, they are bigger people than I mm-hmm. am. They are made of a different type of wood. Yes. I are. am particle board. They are mahogany. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> particle board. Yeah. That's not wood. You mean your your balsa wood. <laughs> yeah, I am balsa. They are bolsa. They are cut from the olive tree, and you are. Yeah. Who do you who do you think's gonna win the Thompson? I got Thompson. I got Thompson. I I, I still think I think uh, I think Holland's gonna try and engage on the feet, and that's not that's not the move. If you want to beat Thompson, you don't engage him because he's good in both stances, and he's he's really good at going in and out. Yep. Yeah, I think it'll be a point battle decision, Thompson. Been almost a year since we've seen Wonderboy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, I think for him, he even said it. Yeah, he said it earlier that he turned down fights because he didn't want to fight another wrestler. Because, I mean, and I respect him for saying it. Like, he doesn't look good. He doesn't look good when he fights those, when he fights the wrestling style. He's not really allowed the freedom and the space to do what makes him exciting to watch, which is yeah. is be able to to dance, to hop up and down on his feet and, and go for awesome switch kicks or whatever the case may be, um, and use both of his hands and fight with his hands down and and be able to strike kind of like what MVP does. Ever, they, they both have that really cool, elusive karate style. Um, I love the way that they they throw punches with from their hips, right? Mm. It's um, it's fun to watch. Yeah, could you imagine if the mouth like catches him with a high kick? <laughs> mm. uh, that's I can like, see it. It's just it like how happen to Kamara Usman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it can happen to Kamara. It can happen to you. It's true. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about how uh, Jake Ellenberger said Thompson wasn't going to get him with any of that spinning kick shit. 
<laughs> and he got him with it three times and knocked him out in the third one. And then he got him. And uh, yeah, I could I, I could see the mouse just like showing off something weird that nobody sees coming. But now nah, I got Thompson. I think it's a UD, but I think the rest of the card will provide enough exciting finishes that it'll be a fun night. I hope Wonderboy knocks him out. I could see it. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I, I would love to see that too. I could see, could see Holland getting caught. Yeah, it's gonna be a fun card and a fun day of fighting. Yeah. Anything else you got coming up this weekend before we wrap up and call it an episode? I'm going to SoFi Stadium on Sunday. Hell yeah. To watch the practice squad Rams and the uh, (laughs) Seattle Seahawks. Nice. Aaron, Um, the the practice NFL teams have what's called a practice squad. Yes, I know. Okay. So they, they have guys who are like, you know, top level college players, but not good enough to play in the NFL um, to practice against their starters and that's basically who the rams are running out there these days so yeah not not so great <laughs> the not injury so bug great. has bitten hard that's for sure that's yeah what i've heard cups down stafford they said they don't know when he's going to come back it's it seems likely he will not play again this year then they just lose a Alan they cut Robinson. their they, they cut their starting running back yeah it doesn't matter yeah they didn't really run the ball too much anyway well, they don't have an offensive line, so you can't run the ball. Hey. <laughs> uh, but I got a new uh, Aaron Donald, like, vapor or or whatever replica jersey that I will wear because I stay representing, and they're still the defending champs. So I'm just going to watch all the combat sports that are going to be on now. Sounds like my weekend is pretty well made for me. I think we should all watch the 1FC on Friday night and have just a rollicking discussion about it. I don't think I have plans, so I'm I'm for that. I am for it. I I am excited to see. Let me pull this back up. How this works because I have not ever watched a one card um, on Prime or anywhere. Uh, But the fight before the main event is like their jujitsu championship. Oh, really? Yeah, it's uh, right here. So. Cade Rotolo, R-U-O-T-O-L-O, versus Mateus Gabriel, the lightweight submission grappling world championship. Before that, two ladies are fighting in the Adam weight. There's an awesome weight class. <laughs> Muay Thai world championship. Then a welterweight and a lightweight fight open up the main card um, before the light heavyweight world title. Anatoly Malikin versus Renier de Ritter. Again, one of those two guys is like a super stud. I don't know which one it is. Um, and then Rotolo's brother is also fighting on the card at the catch weight submission grappling. Ooh, so definitely excited to kind of see just what a submission grappling thing looks like. And these, yeah, they're these brothers are twins and they are from I know them from somewhere else. Where do I know them from? The Matrix Reloaded. No, <laughs> I I think that they are like ambassadors for a clothing brand that I wear, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, no free shout out, so I'm not going to name it until they pay us to name it. But I'm pretty sure 
That mm. is where I know them from. I'm trying to confirm that here. This is compelling audio. Anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. I'm pretty sure that's where I've heard of them. Hmm. Hey, to giving one championship a shot. Which we will. On on Giving Tuesday. On Amazon yes. Prime. Number hey, five. speaking of Amazon Prime, get your fucking shit together. How about that? You want a Dom Dome? I've got one for you. On the end of Sept on the end of September, how about that? When I had COVID and I was sitting alone at my house, they released. So I'm a I'm a avid reader. We've talked about this, right? Mm-hmm. They announce for pre-order a new Kindle that you can write on. Mm. And so I said I I copy and so like you know my wife and I have different views on spending money. I like to spend it. She likes to save it. Fair. I sent her the Amazon link and I said, I'm going to pre-order this. This was literally as of yesterday, two months ago to the day. She said, okay, or you do you. Mm-hmm. So I pre-ordered it. Or it comes out tomorrow. Supposed to have it. And actually, there's a question I want to ask you guys before I finish this rant. Don't let me forget. <laughs> so I pre-ordered it. Then I hear like a week or two ago that there's some sort of issue at Foxconn or wherever the fuck they make them. And mm-hmm. some of the orders have been delayed, but not mine. Cause I ordered it within the hour after it was announced or, or able to be ordered. And then yesterday it ships and I'm thinking, Oh, this is great. This is great. Yeah. It'll be here Saturday. And apparently according to Amazon right now, it's in San Diego. I'm hoping it gets here tomorrow and their, their app is just, but I'm not, Oh, I want instant after two months gratification. You know <laughs> What's what I'm your saying? Question. Yeah. Okay. That, Are you guys is that instant gratification? No, but no. I want it tomorrow, not Saturday. I want it now. <laughs> uh, Are you guys Christmas people or Halloween people? Por qué no los dos? <laughs> I don't I'm know. Kind of both. I'm Why not both. have both? You can have both, but if you had to pick one, I'm probably uh, eh, Halloween. I like Halloween. Yeah, I think my wife is more Halloween, but I put up direction. I, I put up directions. I put up Christmas decorations. Um, the weekend after Thanksgiving, yeah, this past weekend. So yeah. Yeah. I was like, "We're doing this shit." Yeah. Uh, funny thing though is we have Nightmare Before Christmas, Christmas decorations. I bought some. I'm working on a theory about this. Okay. I'm not going to share it today, but I'm working on a theory. I've got a working theory. Um, Uh, I want my house to, to what I've been sort of tongue in cheek saying to my wife, I want it to spray you in the face with Christmas when you walk in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Just a shot of Christmas in the face. I am a, I am a Christmas guy through and through. I I don't, I give two fucks about Halloween. So, and I, and I do think I, my, my theory is I think there's Halloween people and I think there's Christmas people. And I think I would have pegged you both for Halloween people, um, which is again, totally fine. It's no shade. Um, but last year we talked about who was the guy, Aaron, that chef you went and saw. Uh, chef. Yeah. You saw him do like a live gastronomy show Al- or some Alton shit. Brown. Yes. 
If you remember on his website, he had a like an eggnog. aged eggnog. I made it last year and it's in the back of my fridge. So yeah. oh god. Uh I I did I actually have like a mason jar that's full and sealed of it. And then I have the container I was keeping it in, and I opened up that one. And uh do you know what it smells like? Egg eggnog and like all of the brandy rum and bourbon that i put in it because it calls for like two cups of each so um <laughs> and i was like how can you age eggnog and then i read the recipe and like, well that's how it's mostly hard alcohol <laughs> um so i will do it live on the show uh next week all right hey. okay so a big part of your christmasy um favoritism is is based around the seasonal drinks is that where we're getting at? Seasonal drinks? All the um, accoutrement that goes with it? I just kind of like everything about it. Okay. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm, I'm on board, right? Halloween has kind of developed into a whole month of October type thing. Yeah. But, but Christmas has always been like immediately yeah. Thanksgiving's over. It's mm-hmm. Christmas time. Yeah. There seems to be more uh, cheer in the air, more yes, goodwill. I would agree. Goodwill towards uh towards man. Yeah. I, I noticed myself holding doors open more frequently for people, even if they're not like two steps behind me, just standing mm-hmm. there holding the door. <laughs> I sent you guys that picture of that Jack Daniels tree. Uh you guys know how those work? No. Mm. So they have they make those giant Christmas trees out of actual Jack Daniels barrels. I love Jack Daniels. Um and I, it started, I don't know, like 2011, and they just had one in Tennessee at their distillery. And it, it has branched. They have 12 of them now all over the country. Um, I didn't know it was there. It's at Caesar's Palace. I didn't, in front of Hell's Kitchen, I didn't know it was there. We were just walking, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, shit. That's awesome. Um, they also have one at Honda Center, which is pretty cool. Um, I have not seen that one. But... On December 1st, I think they go on sale and each barrel is only 150 bucks, but there's not that many barrels in it. So you got to get lucky. And the proceeds go to a charity and they are partnered with someone. I cannot remember who, but what they do is they find servicemen and women who cannot afford to go home for the holidays to see their families and they pay for their travel. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. So pretty awesome i like that i am going to try to buy one of those barrels my wife said what are you going to do with one of those barrels i said babe we're going to decorate our house with it obviously yeah like you come on the answer is right there yeah it's like what are we not going to do with it we're going to eat dinner off of it you you know that like end table between our two couches that you have decorated all nice it's going to be this barrel baby let's go but anyway i mostly think that charity is fucking awesome and that's like a it, it literally says like for servicemen and women who are able to take the time off, but can't afford to fly from Germany to fucking South Carolina or wherever they're from like that. Good for you, Jack Daniels. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jack Daniels, 2024. Jack Daniels, 2024. Hey, you know why I love that so much? It's pretty neat. That is hundred percent true, but it's also because it brings us together. It, it, you know what? <laughs> Violence really does bring people together. Yeah.